Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is March 17th. The time is about 11 that the Meridian PC has been conducting Zoom conference call from past uh, 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please let our team know that you're a newcomer and put your camera on. Rao? Rao E? Yes, ma'am. Sir, good morning, sir. Mr. Rao, I can help you, go ahead. Sir, now the April visa bulletin law, the final action is contained in the actual May 2nd, 2013 priority date. Let's speak English. Uh, okay, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. My priority date is uh, May 2nd, 2013. Okay. And this April visa bulletin became current. I am I'm, I'm aware of April yeah. visa bulletin. So I have my 19 year son in college. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. I can consider his age is locked. No need to apply for F1, correct? You are you uh, you filed for it finder EB3, is right? No, sir. EB2, EB2, direct EB2. Direct EB2. Absolutely. He's considered locked. He's considered locked. Starting on April 1st, unless some miracle happens, he's locked in April 1st. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much, sir. Next person, please. Ian? Uh, hey Rahul, uh, thank you for your time. Uh, my priority date is April 2014 um, and I downgraded to EB3 in 2020 and I'm actually moving to a new employer in next two weeks. I've completed all the formalities, but with the new visa bulletin, um, should I give up on this or is there any way I can leverage back when my uh, final action date becomes current? Will your old company cooperate with you after you leave the company? I can check with them. They are consulting companies, so maybe they will. Uh, yeah, if they will, though, they can still interfile while you're working with the other company when the, when the final action date becomes correct. When the final action, which, which might take some time. So at that time, uh, if they, you're saying they should interfile, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. 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 Thank you. Murali? My priority date is in 2014 uh, June with my old company. My If my current company uh, labor apply, approved on uh, 2021 May and uh, they uh, applied AB3, did so, you say Did you say with previous company, it's EB2 June 2014? Yes. And the current company they filed in which month they filed, Palm? 
uh, they filed on uh, 2020 uh, November. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 2020 November, they filed the perm. It must have already been approved. Yeah, it's approved and it, they, uh, uh, it, I got the approval on EB3 day, I want patent. AI, okay. So my, here is my question. Do I need to uh, apply fresh EB2 uh, or do I need to upgrade from EB3 to EB2, which is the best approach? Was the perm filed under EB2 or EB3? Yes, under EB2. Well, you can file in fresh I-140 and file the 485 right now. Okay. Right so now. Okay. So I do. I can do the concurrent or separately? Because people said that concurrent is taking time. Uh, do I need to... Yeah, unfortunately for you, you should do concurrent though. Because if you do the, uh, if you don't do concurrent though, mm -hmm. then you have to... Well, you can do one thing. I mean, you can file the I-140 and get a receipt notice uh -huh. and then file the 485. You can do that. Okay. You don't have to wait for the approval of the I-140. Okay. If I apply premium, then once I get the... Well, you can't apply in premium though because labor certification is more than six months old. You file the normal processing and uh -huh. once you get the receipt notice, you file the 485 and parallelly do the premium processing. Okay. Okay. Next person, please. Zavir? Uh, just in case, if anybody wants to know that um, the USCIS is accepting the, the filing dates, guys. Zavir, go ahead. Yeah, hey, uh, Rahul. My priority date is, date is February 2013, and my current employer in California filed my AB2 I-140, which is approved. And then- April, did, you say, did you say April 2013, okay? February 2013 is February my date. Okay. Yes, I have EB2 I-140 approved for the California worksite. Then mm -hmm. I moved to Texas. I filed in 2020 uh, the EB3 downgrade with uh, AOS. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now my priority date became current, but I'm in Texas worksite. Am I eligible to file interfile along with portability or it doesn't work there? You can do interfile or you can refile. It doesn't matter whether you're in California, Texas, or wherever it is. Your portion is in California. As long as you promise to move to California, you're in good shape, okay? How do I promise? Oh, come on. You have seen my signal. <laughs> okay. If you don't understand it, come on. I mean, okay, okay. your engineering right. degree should be taken out, buddy. Okay, okay. All right, thank you. Okay, then. Next person, please. Neela? Hi, uh, my question is that uh, I'm in H4 and I'm transferring my visa status to F1. So I am filling out my I-539 form, but uh, I'm just confused about what should I have to write in requested status be extended until. Uh, in the F1, you mean to say? Yes. You can put any date, the date that your program ends, you can put that date. But they will give you as duration of status, so they don't give an end date. Okay, got it, yeah. Thank you. Next person, please. Saujanya. Hi, um, hey, uh, I have my first H1 uh, filed in CAP and it was uh, approved. Then I have my uh, I-140 also approved. And then I moved to a nonprofit organization. So I transferred my H1 from CAP to 
non-CAP. And I have been getting my H1 extension and this is my sixth year with the non-profit organization. So now if I want to go back to a regular company, uh, can you we do are the not, you, can, you absolutely can do. You're not subject to CAP. You're always a CAP man, okay? Once you're counted towards okay. a CAP, you're always a CAP. You told me that you have an I-140 approved, so I don't see anything wrong in you moving back to for-profit company. Absolutely not a problem. Okay, thank you so much. Uh, it's just that I have recently... Uh, okay. Go ahead. So I have recently heard that uh, staying with a non-profit organization on H1 consecutively for six years uh, causes some problem to no. transfer back to a profit organization. Absolutely. The, the only, it may cause, but for you, it does okay. not because you are counted towards a lottery. You, that's what you told me. And the second yes, thing you yes, told I, me is that the second thing you told me is that you got an I-140 approved, which was not withdrawn within six months after it's been approved. I'm assuming. Yes, it has not been withdrawn. So that, so all that rule, what they're speaking is not applicable to you. Next person, please. Oh, thank you. Ridesh. Hello, Rahul. Uh, first of all, thank you uh, very much for all the great work that you're doing for the community. Um, I have a question um, regarding traveling to India. I've, been, I've not been to India since 2013. So now because of some family emergency, I have to travel. Um, so I have taken the uh, Dropbox appointment, but I got you it. Are you are eligible for Dropbox, okay? Yeah, looks like, yeah, because I, I went through and I was... Every, uh, everybody is eligible for Dropbox. Keep going. Yeah, so I got an appointment date for November 7th. Now, <clears throat> uh, my first question is that, uh, let's say if I travel now very shortly within, let's say, one month, and then um, assuming that my employer is okay for me to work remotely, until November, if I, in case I don't, I'm not able to reschedule it to an early date. So is it okay um, to that's fine. work so long? As long as, yeah, that's fine. You're fine to work. I don't see any problem in it. And USCIS and anybody will not have any kind of problem? They will that. check whether or not you have a genuine job opportunity open here, though. Or okay. is it you don't have a job? They will check, though. When you go for the interview, they'll check it. When you're entering into the country, they'll check it though. But I will, I bet you can reschedule it more easily though than what you're thinking, okay? But, you, but I don't see any problem in you. Technically, I can still under. stay on the USP rules until November. That's right. I don't see any problem in you getting the visa coming into the country. Okay, thank you. And one more question, uh, Raul. My son is also about to age out in July this year. Uh, What's your plan uh, to get? It's 2015 June. Yike. Yeah, and... Uh, uh, well, well, you can do one thing, though. Yeah. Withdraw your I-140 and file it again. Okay. I actually did, you know, uh, I uh, originally I was approved for I-140 uh, under EB-2. Then I also applied for uh, EB-3, and that's still pending. So, you know, that will, I think, give me some maybe eight or ten months more. No, but what if your EB-2 moves forward, not EB-3? Yes. So I want you to withdraw the I-140 of EB-2, refile mm -hmm. I-140 in EB-2, make money for us. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not my reason, though. 
in that way that you can extend the date of your son. You know what I mean, is right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, right? uh, okay, so I, you're saying EB2, I should withdraw and then refile again. That's right. Okay. And then my traveling to India will not affect his status, right? We have already applied for his no, F1 is... in last year, uh, January. But he's not, he's not traveling, is right? He's not traveling, yeah. You're good. He's good. Okay. Next person, please. Sadanand? Anybody who's a newcomer, let our team know, guys. Hey, hi. Uh, this is uh, this is my first time interacting with you, and uh, thank you for the opportunity. So basically, uh, <clears throat> so basically, I have my H one approved with a different client, and after I lost my client, uh, my employer applied for my uh, amendment, and at the same time, he applied for a change of uh, a transfer to a different uh, uh, employer. So so now I got an RFE. Saying oh, that wait, wait. I've traveled. So, 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 so you applied for amendment plus extensions, right? Yes. I mean, okay. I applied for amendment, basically. Amendment and a transfer. So, what do you mean transfer? Uh, so, so it's a transfer from one employer to another employer. So that's not an amendment. It's just a transfer, okay? Okay. So, so yeah. So, it's a, it's a transfer from one employer to another employer. At the same time, I've had a change in the client. So basically, I got an RFE saying that, uh, and I've traveled to India for my marriage, and uh, I've got an RFE saying that uh, you've traveled to, to India, and uh, so just wanted to check if I if if I'm okay with uh, submitting the RFE or is it okay? And also at the same time, my my wife is in uh, US at the, at, at the moment, and uh, is it okay if I if I file for H four? Or do I have to uh, answer for the RFE? So my what question is, the RFE, is, about, uh, the RFE is about me traveling to India while uh, while I'm while uh, the status is in processing. Yeah, and, since you uh, did not file the change of status, though, it's only yeah. the transfer of the H one B. They yeah. just want an I ninety four update. I don't see any problem in it. While this RFE is still not responded, you can still file the H four. What visa your wife is in? Uh, she's on H one. Okay, you can transfer her to H one if you want to. So, so uh, you're saying that I'm okay in uh, filing for H four from India? Yeah, absolutely. India or here? I'm in India. I'm in India, and that's the reason uh, I got an RFE saying uh, that uh, you've traveled. You are yeah. in India. Oh, I'm in oh, India yeah. at the moment. I came for my marriage. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Now you, uh, you, you first have to get the H-1B approved in consular processing. Uh, and then your wife has to wait for your H-1B approval for her to go for H-4. Okay, so, so basically uh, you're saying that I have to wait for my employer to submit my RFE, uh, the amendment RFE, get, and then... Not only I submit, get the approval, then your mm -hmm. wife can go for H-4. So until until my uh, H1 is approved, H1 I can't. H1 is approved, you can't. She cannot go for the stamping. No, sir. She cannot. Okay. No, no, no. I, I'm actually looking for stamping. She's not. She's she's on my. She's on H1B. She's already on okay. H1B. And and you can, you cannot. US. You cannot. You cannot go for stamping until your H1B is approved. Okay. So since my H1B is in still process, I cannot go for H4. What? H4 for you or your wife though? For me, for me. 
my 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 wife is in india i'm, I'm sorry my wife is in us and she is okay. she has her so h1 which if you want so you want to file for h4 yes yes so while my mm-hmm. yeah if if your h1 is uh, transfer is pending if you want to come back on h4 visa though you can come back in h4 h4 will be depending on your wife's h1b nothing to do with your h1b okay you can go for h4 okay. with your wife's h1b even though your h1b oh. transfer is still pending okay do that okay yeah that's my question you answered my question yeah thank you shridhar hi uh, hi rahul thank you for uh, this opportunity so i'm on h1b and uh, i already applied for the last two years ago i applied in eb2 and eb2 as well and my date is current in eb2 uh my date is november 2012 so the thing is i i was offered a promotion uh so my title currently is senior manager of analytics and they offered me a promotion to a director so is my sec code is 151121 computer system analyst is it still okay to take the position or not if i'm the lawyer you can and most me, of the companies like if i'm your lawyer you can oh if you're my lawyer okay. i can yeah if 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 you are working with facebook google uh, apple ibm and all those companies you can uh, i'm uh, actually working for a private company it's not a consulting company but it's a manufacturing company so that is depending on them though as i said to you i am fine and all these bigger companies that i spoke will be fine but i don't know particularly about your company will be okay or not so like what is like what are the implications on the on the green card that when they when they, if they interview me what are the implications that no you are fine you'll get the green card as long as your company is cooperative uh okay is there anything that uh, how is there anything that they have to do or, or is it they have that... to sign something called for employer confirmation letter though that they are supporting that they still have the permanent position employment uh, information okay. letter employer confirmation letter employer okay. confirmation letter okay sometimes the uscs may ask you to file a 485j supplement when you go for the interview or they may ask for the they may ask it in the interview so some of the companies are not cooperative when you move to a higher level position that will depend on the company though you got it okay so is uh do you think uh can i get your appointment and then from your website no 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 it's i'm not going to do any good for you though because i'm not your lawyer i'm not your company's lawyer is right correct correct but but i am trying to understand to get my lawyer the exact same information so that she can help me out uh, in a way so okay But yeah you can thinks, make an appointment you can make an appointment that, she thinks that uh, changing the job uh, at this point is more harmful for the green card than oh uh, you are telling me all this before i all this story and then you're telling me what your lawyer is telling me right now come on yeah you can make an appointment with me okay okay thank you next person please baskar baskar any newcomers you have to put your camera on and let our team know next go to the next person 
Gayatri? Yes, Rahul. Suresh? Suresh? You have to unmute, Suresh. Sorry. Sorry. There you go. Good. Good, Suresh. I'm waiting for you to ask okay. My My company... My company filed the EB-1 on October uh, due to emergency request, my wife needs to travel. So in that case, I just contacted USCS. They said they can't expedite the request. They received the letters, but they can't expedite the request because of biometrics not scheduled. So in case if she travel, anyway, I already booked the ticket. If she travel, what will happen for her application? My application filed everything. What visa, she, what visa she is in? L2. Is it stamped in the passport? No. So she has to go. Uh, when is your L1 expiring? Uh, it's expiring in 2023. She can go for H, uh, L2 stamping and come back into this country. Hello. And then her ad advance parole will be denied. Yeah. Uh, that Our advance parole will be denied. She has to come back and she has to come back on L2. Okay. Yeah. So do we need to apply everything first or only I-131 only? Only I-131 when she comes back. Oh, okay. Thank you. Bharat? Hi. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, thank you very much for your time. I have a few uh, questions. So, uh, my parents are here on visitor visa. They had come here in December uh, first week, um, and the return date is May last week. Okay, so we we are planning to either extend their visa or apply for green card for my parents. Okay, so uh, I mean, what is the right thing to do? Should we apply for extension first and then apply for green card, or like, or, or can we directly apply for green card? Okay, um, you can apply for the green card though. You don't have to extend, you should not extend it. And uh, even once okay. you apply because... for the green card, even if the B2 expires, they can stay in the yeah. country. Okay, because uh, they, uh, they, have, they will be returning on uh, May 27th actually, as per the initial plan. But so you're saying like, if we apply for green card, we don't need to file another extension, right? You're absolutely right. And if you want our help in filing okay. the green card, you can contact us at info at rnlovegroup.com. Sure. Okay. And I do have another question. So I have already applied for the extension back in 2020. So would applying for green card cause any issues since I applied for extension back in 2020 due to COVID? I've extended their stay by another three months in 2020. But after, after that, they left the country and came back in. Yes, they left the country. They were they were in India for more than a year, and then they came back in, in like December. Absolutely not a problem. Let me tell you about what an immediate relative is. If your parents have entered legally in this country and have stayed unlawfully for the next twenty years in this country, you file the green card. They will still get the green card. Okay. Okay. So, they, okay. the, but that that excuse is only available for immediate relatives, not for other people. So there is a very so okay. I don't see any problem in them getting the green card. And there is a lot of paperwork Got things it. that that the USCIS sometimes 
will irritate you though. I have a weapon that I use against your CIS. When I use this Brahmastra, it is really Brahmastra. Okay? They okay. lay their hands down and they approve the green card without interview. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Good to know. And then I'll tell you the secret to you. Even if you don't use me as a lawyer, I'll tell you the secret. Because you know the date of birth certificate, the birth certificates are not there, marriage certificates are not there. They annoy you with yeah, all Yeah, that is things. what is happening with my parents right now. Yeah. I know, I know. Ah, there you go. There's a guy who's saying that. It's called DNA. You hit them with the DNA, they'll approve your green card immediately, okay? The parents' green card. But don't do it when you file the application. If they ask question, then you do it, okay? So like how, uh, how so since their plan return date is May last week, right? So can we file you file the green, green card? You, I mean, file, you file the green year? card? You file the green card right now and they can stay in this country. You don't have to leave. Okay. 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 And like okay. Uh, how many days before I can just do it right now or like next You can month, do it in uh, the next April, one week. May? We can do it in this next one week. Okay. Okay. Or May okay. too. Okay. Thank Whichever you. thing you want. You. Next person. Okay. Yes. Yeah, thank you very much, Rahul. Appreciate your time. Anirban. Thank you, Rahul. Thank you, Rahul. I'm a, I am currently um, uh, working at University of North Carolina, mm -hmm. and uh, I have my petition, current petition, valid until uh, September of 2022, 30 September 2022. But yesterday, I when I checked the bulletin, my uh, filing date, I, my, my priority date was 2014 January. So it just came up in the bulletin yesterday that I'll be able to file next month. I can't hear you. No, it's getting lower and lower. Gayatri, is it only with me or with you too? No, with me also, Rahul. Well, that my eyes are working, my ears are working properly. Sudhi? Sorry about that. Uh, your private date is current, you're filing it, so after that I lost. Okay. Uh, thank you, Rahul, actually. Uh, so this is related to your last program, you know, uh, regarding the Margarita magic. So you said that, you know, like uh, uh, we can uh, come back with advanced parole from India and mm -hmm. uh, then you can go to Mexico and stamp. So the moment you enter... I didn't said stamp. Uh, no, sorry, I, uh, I know, I know. I, uh, I agreed. Sorry, my mistake, actually. So you, when you come back to US, then you are in the status of parole. So then, I mean, how, you know, like then when you go back from um, US to Mexico, then you are going out of parole. I mean, and then you are coming on H1. So how, I mean, is that, uh, I mean, uh, correct, you know, is there, a, will there be any problem in the green card? Basically, that's, that's my problem. Absolutely no. Absolutely so, not. So, so when you are in USA, you are on parole, right? Yeah, but when you leave the country, you're not on parole then they will allow uh, uh, without a stamp, I mean, or anything like without. Uh... That's called, that is called as automatic revalidation. If you have a valid 797 approval, Correct. if you have yeah. a valid I-94, yeah. you go to Mexico or Canada, you can come back within 30 days without any stamping. So then when I, uh, you know, in my green card, you know, there's many times entry exit, they will ask, right? So I need to show that, you know, I went there and come back like that. 
they will, yeah, of course, you will say that you've entered in, let's say, March 20th of 2022. Yeah. What visa you entered into the United States? What, what, what status you entered into the United States? I entered on H4 or H1, whatever the status you entered. That's it. No, I entered in parole. First time I entered in parole. No, 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 no. They ask you the last time you entered the United States. I mean, when you are filing the DS-160 form also. Yeah, sorry. Wait, wait. So let's say, for example, you're filing adjustment of status in September of 2022. Correct. They ask you, when did you last enter into the United States? You will say March 20th. How did you enter? H4. That is correct. But actually, they will ask the history also, right? So how you can... No, they don't ask the history of the 485 form. Okay, but in the DS-160, actually, they're asking all the questions, you know, entry. Exit. Let them ask. Let them ask. Okay. Even if they ask, we are not telling them any lies anywhere. If let's say, for example, you go to the interview, when did you last entered? When did you enter into? They're going to say we entered in advance parole. What's wrong with it? Okay. You didn't. If you jump the wall and enter into United States, okay. 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 Then it's all problem. Okay. Because that's an illegal entry. Okay. You have consequences for it. Advanced parole is an approval that they gave it to us. Last caller today, guys. I'm sorry, I can't take anything afterwards. I, okay, so I have a conference call. Just uh, one say, relationship, actually. So uh, I downgraded to EB3. And, you know, like uh, with that EB3 downgrade also, with this travel, there will be no impact. Because, you know, like now EB2 is getting faster. So if I, I know. So what we did with the people who are in your situation is tell them to, go to um, Margarita Magic, come back on H1, H4, file the 485 for EB2 for them. So when I file the EB2, my H1 has to be active on... Uh, uh, yes. On, yes. Be, as, you, okay. you, can't, you have to be a non-immigrant status. Next person and the last person, please. Thank you. And if anybody needs any assistance in filing the 485, guys, please send an email to info at rnlawgroup.com. Rakesh. Rakesh. Hi Rahul. Hi Rahul, are you able to hear me? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for giving the opportunity. So uh, I have my wife uh, applied for H four H four and H four EAD in November, but we did not uh, get it processed. So we had to go out of the country for the Dropbox, and we applied for the Dropbox yesterday, and today we got uh, approval of H four and H four EAD in US. Uh, mm -hmm. The drop Dropbox applications are still in processing. So. Mm -hmm. I wanted to know, like, are we uh, are we good with the Dropbox application, and if the H four EAD is still valid with the new visa that we might get? Absolutely, Dropbox is good. Uh, Dropbox is good. EAD is good. You're maintaining the H one visa, right? Yes, that's right. Absolutely, everything is good. No problem. Okay, but my my H four petition, I think it gets void. I guess, right? It doesn't matter. You can ignore that. Okay. Just get the stamping and come here. Your EAD is still valid. Okay. And will I get any administrative processing question in uh, in my Dropbox since that uh, H4 petition is approved now? Or something? That is irrelevant. H4 getting approved is irrelevant. The person is coming based on the H1B approval though. Even if the H4 is approved or not, it doesn't matter. They still come in. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Thank you guys. The next conference call will be tomorrow at 3.30. Sorry, we can take all the people. If anybody needs any assistance on filing 485, Send an email to info at rnlawgroup.com. Let me see some of the suggestions. Uh, no, Sham, we are giving preference to the uh, people who are newcomers, uh, unfortunately. Uh, 
there are some people who come every day. That's the reason we, we, we prefer newcomers. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day. Thank you.